What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Husband and Wife Talk Podcast. My name is Corey. My name is Alex. And yeah. We're back. We're back. Took a couple weeks off. Took a couple weeks off. More than I think we intended, but that is okay. That's okay. We needed some time. We are both balancing very busy schedules. <clears throat> so yes. we just haven't had a time to sit down and talk to each other. And we were in Tel Aviv. I was in Tel Aviv for a month. Corey came out for 10 days. And uh, that took up some time too so we're back and we're gonna talk about uh my trip yeah but before we get into that you got some wisdom for us on yeah. this wednesday morning this wednesday morning wednesday. you should <laughs> <laughs> you should be listening to anna of the north anna of the north you want to play us a little sample sure um which one did i tell you to listen to feels yeah well anna from the north From the north, Anna of, of the ooh, north. Anna from of the, the north, north will get you a different. Will send you to a different person. Is that an actual person? I think so. No, I'm pretty sure. The, no way. There's two artists. One is Anna of the north, and one is Anna. Why from is that the north. so hard to believe? Because Anna of the north is <laughs> is very <laughs> is very unique. And then for someone to be Anna from the north, I highly doubt that. This episode is brought to you by Anna of the North. Yeah, there is no Anna from the North. But there is a playlist that's called Anna from the North. Which is interesting because it seems like it's all Anna of the North. Huh. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Alright, so that's your Wednesday Wisdom. Wednesday Wisdom. Bye, 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 bee. Bye, 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 bee. <laughs> My Wednesday Wisdom is something that I thought about when we were in Tel Aviv. And I can't remember exactly what we were doing. But I thought, this is why... We, we, I think we have a very strong and healthy relationship for many different reasons, mm-hmm. but, and I wish I could remember what we were doing, but I remembered thinking, this is why we work so well, because we are a team. And I think sometimes when I hear other people having disagreements with their spouses or, and we have definitely had disagreements What? where I know, right? <laughs> um, but I think in the end, I know that we are a team. And I think that's important to recognize when you are either having disagreements or not having disagreements all the time. You need to be, I am a team with this person. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. Great wisdom. Thank you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv. So um, fun. Yeah. So went out there. I'm going to Start from the beginning, way back when. Take us back in time. Once upon a time. Um, it was a little rough for me leaving. And I've left for a month now 
four times. I'm going on my fifth time in Jan in June, January. No, in June. Fuck. <laughs> um, because I've done multiple trips for school where it's a month long. So I was having a lot of internal dialogue. Like, why is this, why is this time challenging for me? Because it's not the time length, but I, I think it was a combination of a couple of different things. I think it was the distance that was going to be between us, um, a little bit of stress from a long, for a long plane ride, uh, the fact that I'm going to be in a totally new environment that I had no idea what I was getting myself into. Because when I go to California for school, I stay with your sister. Excuse me, it's a very comfortable environment. I know what's going to be happening and going on. Um, You're a very routine-oriented person. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't know the language. I can't read the language. At least when you go to, like, a Spanish-speaking country or even Germany or France, like, you can kind of... Their letters are the same. Their alphabet is the same. So you Mm. can... Similar. So you can kind of make out, I think that's what this word means. But I cannot read and understand Hebrew. (laughs) So... I think there was a little bit of fear about that, and um, I called you at the airport crying because I was having a hard time, um, and you were able to help calm me down, but I, I think it was also a little bit of recognizing, like, what am I doing going on this trip to, I don't know, what am I doing? <laughs> um, and... Uh, yeah, you, you helped calm me down and helped me realize. And one of the things that I'm so thankful for is even though you're not a dancer and even though you don't understand the dance world, you do understand what it's like to be in a competitive field because of your time playing ice hockey. Um, so it was nice that you could relate to me in that sense, but not say like, I know exactly how you feel. Oh yeah. I don't know how you feel. Yeah. But it was nice that you gave me some examples and ways that you were feeling when you were in hockey and being in a competitive field. And, um, so it was, it was, I felt better getting on the plane. And, um, I, I think as, as soon as I got into our Airbnb, like out of the car, uh, cause my mom flew with me and she stayed with me for a few days. I was like, Oh, Fuck, I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, I, it's totally normal to have those fears and maybe maybe even doubts or worries or it's just there was just so much unknown. So mm. much unknown. Um but it was a wonderful first day even. Um and uh I went to go take a dance class that evening and then I realized um okay, so for those of you who don't know why I went to Tel Aviv real fast um you are not jewish (laughs) no no i'm not um we get asked that a lot yeah i got asked that a lot oh is your wife jewish oh is she doing birthright yeah yeah yeah. so um i mean i kind of wish i had the opportunity to do (laughs) birthright (laughs) not kind of i do Well, from what i hear everyone that goes is like yeah it's fun but i would have much rather spent a lot more time in tel aviv Yeah. yeah Yeah, uh, but I had, I really did have a really amazing time learning more about the Jewish culture and Yeah, you really were embracing and, that. Yeah, Corey's joke was, so are you converting now or later? <laughs> <laughs> um, I lost my train of thought. 
why you went to Tel Aviv. Yes, thanks. (laughs) Um, So there's a dance company in Tel Aviv um, called Batsheva. And the... um, (laughs) Go ahead. No. Okay. Um, uh, The former artistic director, who's now just the in-house choreographer, whose name is Ohad Naharin, he developed this style of dance called Gaga, and it's a... No, no relation to, to Lady Gaga. No relation to Lady Gaga. Developed it um, way before she came on the scene. Um, and he called it Gaga for a couple of different reasons. And the main reason is it, it means nothing. The word means nothing. And he didn't want to put a lot of context to what the class was called because it's an improv-based class, um, sensation-based class, where the teacher will guide you through prompts and does it with you. There's no mirrors in class and... Um, it's really about turning inward and feeling your body and sensing your body. And in a little bit, Corey can describe his um, experience through Gaga. <laughs> um, but it's a technique that I've really grown to love over the last few years. And I always wanted to study abroad, and I never did in undergrad. And now that I'm in grad school, I thought I want to make this happen. And I would love to go to Tel Aviv. Why does, might as well hit two birds at one stone, get some credits for it, mm. and maybe even apply for a grant. Um, so that's why I went and I was take, they have open classes. And you did get a grant to go. I did get a grant. Um, not as much as I wish, but I will take anything that I can get. When you broke, it don't matter. Free money. Yeah. I got a free plane ride essentially. Um, so they have open classes just like they have, just like New York has open dance classes where anyone can drop in. So I went to go take their classes and they offered three classes a day, sometimes four classes a day. Um, and sometimes I took three classes a day. Sometimes I took two, sometimes I took one, but I took class every day except for four and they're closed on Saturdays. And one of the days I didn't go because my mom and I went to the Dead Sea. And then another day was our very last day. Um, I didn't go. Um, so I essentially took class every single day and it was wonderful and amazing. And I learned so much and, I was able, I found out that there was a workshop, so I did the workshop while I was there, and I found that Ohad, who, as I mentioned, was the creator of this technique, was teaching a class my very second day, so I went to go take his class. Was that cool? It was wonderful. It was wonderful. I've taken class with him once before when he did um, a workshop in New York, Mm. Um, but it's just so cool to learn straight from the source's mouth, because it's such a, it's still a growing and evolving technique, Um, and I just felt very blessed that i could do it from him in the place where that it was it's like thriving mm. yeah and i took a class and Corey took a class i did how was it what i did loved you think? it what were your feelings before going into it during and after well i was i was definitely hesitant before i went in and i was like do i really want to do this you know i'm gonna be outside of my comfort zone dancing and moving in front of all these people and what made you decide or think that you wanted to do it the fact that i was in the place of a global, like the whole global phenomenon of Gaga like started there. So yeah. it's like, if ever there was a thing to do, this yeah. is a thing to do. Yeah. So I did. Yeah. Um, took the class, sweat, moved. I, it just, I don't know, like the, the like right sided brain of me w- w- says like, if I was 16 years old and I walked in and I saw a bunch of grown ass adults moving like this, I'd be like, what the f- fuck is wrong with you guys and there's also one of the rules of there's a couple main rule, rules of gaga and one of them is there's no visitors allowed 
which I enjoy because that means that like we're creating a safe we're creating a safe space for you, um, so that you don't have to worry about other people watching you. There's no mirrors, and you don't stop moving for the whole time. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, that was it. I really enjoyed it. We got to move around, and I moved my body in ways that I haven't moved in a while, which was comfortable. But I also like was thinking of it like, okay, I really think Edo Portal does some really cool stuff, and I'm gonna like you know treat it. Just go in with an open mind. Yeah. And be playful. You know, I think that's something that men in particular don't get to do a lot is like, you know, be silly and be vulnerable and um, kind of let yourself go physically and move and be silly. It was, mm-hmm. it was fun. I had a great, it was, a, I learned a lot. I think um, I definitely enjoyed I definitely enjoyed it. It was really great. Yeah. It was really fun. Yeah. I had a good time. I, good. I the joke was like I prefer over yoga because you're moving. You're not static holding. Yeah. And static holding is like murder sometimes. But <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when I I wrote out some intentions for the month when I got there because I got there on the first and my two main intentions were. Um, my mantra of the month was comparison is the thief of joy. Mm-hmm. And I was really able to work on that. And I, I think like most humans, social media is really forcing us to, or allowing us to compare ourselves to other people in an unhealthy way. And I recognize that. And, um, there was even one time where I was, um, looking at something on Instagram and it was of a dan- another dancer. And I thought like, Oh fuck, pro- I, I should have gone to class. And as you know, I don't like using the word should. I try not to. Yeah. And as soon as I had that thought, I put my phone away and was like, I made this choice. Whatever that person did is right for them. So healthy. And th- I'm doing what's right for me. I made the choice that I want to stay here and hang out with my mom tonight. I took class this morning. It's not like I didn't even take class. I don't need to, like, I don't need to, I don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's okay. Everyone has their own path. Um, so I worked a lot with that and my other main intention was it's okay to be selfish. Um, I, I think I have, I think personally I have a lot of sensitivity around the word selfish, um, coming from growing up in two different households, one where I was the only child and one where I was the middle child and had step siblings and half siblings. Um, I think single or only children kind of get this bad rep of being selfish. And sometimes when I was in the home where I had siblings, there were certain words that were used to make me feel like I was selfish and spoiled. And, um, and now with the field that I'm in now, I'm constantly giving to others. I'm teaching, I'm giving my energy, I'm giving my knowledge, I'm cooking, I'm thinking about my clients and scheduling my schedule around my clients and, I know that I don't do a good job of thinking about what I want. Even if it's something like, oh, I want to go take a yoga class, but I don't know what Corey's doing. Or scheduling yourself a day off. Yeah. You don't don't ever schedule yourself days off. But it's also little things. Like I, when I, when my friends who are dancers tell me they're single, I'm like, I envy you. I envy that you have no one else to think of but yourself. When you want to go to a class at nine o'clock at night, 
you can go to a class at nine o'clock at night. And I know I can too. You can go to a class I know at I can too, but it's really hard for me to, okay, I could hang out with Corey, which I haven't seen in all day, maybe even two days, or I could go to get, take this class. Yeah. And I, I do both sometimes, but I always have that thought. I always think of you. I always think of someone else instead of I'm not going to worry about what anyone else wants to do or factor anyone in because that's really what it is, is I factor other people into the equation. And um, knowing that my mom was going to be there, I know that we like to do different things. For example, she works better from home and I work better in a coffee shop. A coffee shop. Um, I'm able, I get too distracted when I'm in a home yeah. doing work. If you have, to, if you don't have to wear pants, I, like I, I've said this before on this podcast, if I don't have to wear pants, I'm not getting anything done. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, so, and I'm also like, I'm, I'm a very considerate person and I want to make sure that my mom's enjoying her trip and enjoying time with me. Um, so I told, I had a conversation with her. I said, look, I, part of this trip for me is to do whatever I want. And to try and not factor other people in um, so I can really figure out what I want. So I'm going to need your help and also know that if that means we have to like be separate for a while, that's if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. And my mom's such a wonderful person and um, her joke is I'm happy watching paint dry as long as I'm with you. Um, so... She was really good. Almost most days she would say, what are you going to be to, what are you going to do today to be selfish? Um, and I was like, I'm going to go to a coffee shop to work on my thesis. Do you want to come with me? And sometimes she would say yes. Sometimes she would say no. Um, what does your mom do? <clears throat> it doesn't matter. What does she do? Does she work from a coffee shop? What? When, when she would go with you, would she just sit there? She would um, sometimes bring her computer. Sometimes yeah. she would bring her book. Yeah. Um, she also did a good job of taking time off of work. Um, but you're both very busy, busy, busy bees. Yeah. My mom took, uh, went on partial retirement and then said, look, I'm working too much on partial retirement. So why don't you start paying me more or I'll cut back even less, which means like, I'll say I'm going to work these hours, but really I'm going to work these hours. Um, which is part, it was, it's funny anyway. Um, and then she left. Um, she was there for, I think, 12 days, 10 or 10 12 days, days. 12, 12, 12 days. I can't remember. 10 days, I think. Um, we went to uh, Masada, which is um, a old city, like one of the first cities that was built. Um, and the Romans came to tear it down. And it said that that's where one of the first temples was. And, um, it's all like ruins now, but it was cool to go there. And it's at the very top of this mountain in the desert. Um, and then we went to Ayan Gedi, which is essentially an oasis. It's really beautiful, lush area in the middle of the desert. And then we went to the Dead Sea and that was really fun and amazing. <clears throat> and then I had a few days by myself, which I really enjoyed. It went by way too fast. <laughs> and, um, I got there way too fast. And then you came. Then I came. Um, and what did we do? Oh, shit. We did a lot. And we didn't do a lot. Yeah. Wow. That was a big yawn. Sorry. <laughs> that was aggressive. 
Um, yeah, we did. We did a lot, and like I said, we we didn't do a lot. Um, well, when I got there, we you we went and sat at a coffee shop. Well, when I got there, it was late, so. Um, yeah, and then uh, we woke up, went to a coffee shop. I went to take a dance class, and yeah. then you met me at a coffee shop. Yeah, and we hung out, walked around Jaffa. Jaffa. Jaffa, which is a beautiful city. Um, they have scooters there, so you can scooter everywhere, Corey which is great. I love scooters. Love, love to scoot. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, yeah, the, we walked on the beach a lot. We hung out at the beach a lot. I read a book. We went to, um... Jerusalem and did the the like kind of stations of the cross and like religious tour which is really cool for me because I don't really I'm not religious but it was cool to see other people feel so strongly about something mm-hmm. um, a lot of people have come like came from a lot of different places to be in Jerusalem so I could like appreciate that mm-hmm. and myself included I didn't go with the intention of going yeah. to Jerusalem I kind of decided when I got there I, yeah I wasn't like that was a night it's interesting was it a religious tour or was it a history tour yeah, it's a, it was a history mm. tour, or yeah, I mean, who knows? Who was knows? Jesus was real? Was it history? I don't know. I but don't know. I think he was... probably was a real guy. You know. Yeah. 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 I think all those people were probably real and very profound. Yeah. To a lot of different people. But it it did obviously touch a lot on religion and a lot about Jesus and Muhammad. But it also talked about you know what happened in Jerusalem, what happened when. Um, it was it was also a, a true history tour. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, we went to... But, like, for the historical places, a lot of them were religious-based. So, like, we yes. went to the Mount of Olives, where Jesus was apparently crucified. Uh, we went to where his body was washed and then cleaned, and then where, you know, uh, they put the crown on his head. We did the Stations of the Cross. It was really cool. I, like, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I had a great time, because I grew up, you know, in the church. Uh, in the Catholic Church, and I did not, so I was lost. Yeah, Alex was like, tour. "Wait, what?" <laughs> but it was really cool. Was, it was for someone was that knew nothing it. about that, you were able to ask the tour guide, and the tour guide was like, "Oh, like this person knows literally nothing about religion." So it was <laughs> I like, don't think she thought that. No, she, she was. She was like, <laughs> but I, I did very speak up and ask yeah. a lot of questions. Um, yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And then we also went to the Wailing Wall, um, which is. On the Sabbath, and yeah. it was uh, Easter Sunday. It was the Saturday before Saturday before Easter, Easter so yeah. it was it was popping. It was it a was busy poppin'. place. And it was interesting because it was Sabbath. They don't have, they don't use electricity. <laughs> so when we went through the, the metal, metal detector. detector, it was off. They had to like pat us down, and the hand dryers didn't work in the bathroom. Yeah, which the I was hand, like, hand dryers didn't work. Hand... It's so oh. weird. So weird. Yeah, very very yeah. very very true. Um. Oh, and we were there for the start of Passover. We were there for all of Passover. Yeah, we were there for all of Passover. And before Corey came, I met up with... um, Oh, I think I have to sneeze. No! (coughs) Bless Um, you. That's how it's supposed to be done. Not... Bless you. Bless you. Um, I went to meet up with um, the Frey team, because if you don't know, I'm um, an ambassador for them. Use code Ginger for 25% off. Um, <laughs> hey. um, and I met with the team and it was so cool. It was such an international team. There were people from all over and only one person on the team that I met was not Jewish. Everyone else was Jewish. And so it was really interesting. Oh, actually two weren't. One was converting and one wasn't. And the one who was converting, well, she was trying to convert, but you have to, essentially you're on a student visa when you're converting 
and then she wouldn't be able to work. And she was like, well, I don't know how I could make money and survive to live in this expensive city if I'm on a student visa. But her boyfriend is Jewish. The other one who's not Jewish, um, her husband is, but she's not. And um, doesn't have any plans to convert anytime yet. But the others who f- are Jewish and from other countries, if you are, if you're, if you can prove that your mother is Jewish, you can get an Israeli citizenship because when the Holocaust was happening and they felt like the Jewish people felt like they had no home, when they finally got Israel as their home, they essentially just opened their arms and said like, we know that you've had a hard time and you can come here and live here and be safe here and worship how you want. And yes. And, and enjoy being Jewish and whatever you want to practice. And Deborah, get on it. Mom, I need my mom to prove that she's Jewish (laughs) so that we can live there. Um, or you, yeah, that's not gonna happen. (laughs) Um, and, uh, yeah, I was, I thought that was really cool, but they said, uh, those girls that I was meeting, they said, you know, Passover's happening. If you want to get bread, get bread now. And I kind of laughed and was like, oh, ho, ho. yeah, yeah, I get it. Like a lot of people aren't going to be eating bread, but it's still like businesses still have to. Except that they don't. That they don't. They freaking Sorry, don't. Um, yeah, I was so surprised. I was bummed so, out. Passover, that first Friday everything was closed and we were kind of like putzing around and I was like okay I need to go to a coffee shop to get at least an hour of homework done and I was like I need to go to a coffee shop or a bar and have at least one beer but nothing was open nothing but was we open we did find a place we found one bar one and bar. even in Jaffa is more of a Arab community mm-hmm. and so I thought okay let's go to Jaffa because it's not a lot of Jewish places and there'll be some places open one one bar literally but it was popping one it was and popping a lot of tourists were there um and i ordered red wine because you're supposed to have four glasses of red wine on passover which i learned hey. and i got matzah yeah we did um <laughs> and um got yeah when we were walking back when it was even later Ghost like when it was dusk town. no one it was just us and a couple of other tourists like and i mean a couple literally Literally, there were two people in front of us. I think the whole walk home, which was like a fifteen. Yeah, we saw walk. maybe four people. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. It was like a ghost town, or like. But a I also po- really, and the whole thing. week, if we we ordered um, hummus at a restaurant, and they gave us matzo with it instead of pita bread, and I just turned to you and I was like, "This is so cool that the whole country, or the whole city, which I didn't experience it in other places, so I have to, but I assume that the mm. whole country." Um, is so like on the same page about this and everyone's doing this together. Like that does not happen in the States. Well, I mean, Christmas, but not everybody celebrates That's Christmas. That's true, but like, and businesses are open during Christmas sometimes, but I mean like in New York, it's a, it's a little different because they do, you know, a lot of people celebrate Passover a here too. A lot of things are open during Christmas in New York. A lot of things are open during Passover too, but it's, you're in a place where everyone is, most everyone is Jewish. So they all in new york no in oh. in tel aviv yeah i know that's why it's so cool yeah, yeah. It's, it those things do happen here it's just we don't see it because not those things don't happen here yeah they do in small communities maybe but not the whole city i mean i worked at restaurants where there's matzah like all yeah, i'm but saying the, is i'm like, saying the whole city is on the same page doing true. the same thing okay all right I, you win I get it. I know what you're saying. And I'm saying it does happen, but just in small. 
patch. It's not an entire city. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> I wasn't, soak it in, lady. I wasn't, I'm not. I'm just. <laughs> I, I'm not trying to soak it in. Uh, um, but it was really cool. And we definitely had a hard time and did not find bread for a week. Yeah. <laughs> we had like a couple sandwiches at like the market, whole, though. A whole, a whole bakery just closed down for a whole week. It sucked flying home. Because we were still, it was still Passover while we were flying home, and no one had any bread on the on the in Turkey, or Istanbul. Yeah, same thing. Constantinople. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did, and when we got to Turkey, they did not. Yes, they did. No, they did not. Yes, Alex. They did. Oh, okay. No, they didn't. Well, we also didn't eat anything in in Turkey. We got. I got. I was looking for food, and I was starving, and they didn't have. Oh, you found pizza, didn't you? Like after I was, after I had yeah. already ate, you motherfucker. Hey, it wasn't my fault. You didn't look down that no, corner of look. the airport. <laughs> of the gigantic Gantic fucking airport. airport. <laughs> that airport is huge yeah. and it's brand new. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Passover was, was an interesting time to be there. We spent a lot of time at the beach eating food and s- sipping tea. And I deleted Instagram and Facebook. Which was great. I'm thinking about doing it again, honestly. I'm, yeah, I'm like, I'm just so fucking over social media right now. You have the power to not look at it. I, no, I know. And I haven't been, it's changed my, that changed my viewpoint. I just kind of find the whole thing like, it just, at least for right now, I haven't been posting. I'm just like, I find the whole thing a little off putting. So Mm. I don't know. Maybe I'll experiment with like, oh, our laundry's done. Laundry's done. (laughs) Experiment with like, you know, once a week, re-downloading it or something. I just, it's just such a time suck. Yeah. Or maybe if there's a way that you can... Um, to be on... Uh, go ahead. I was going to say, figure out a way to not... Limit. Look at it in the morning and the evening. Yeah. Because there's... I can't remember who said this, but there's someone who said, um, like, horizontal scrolling is when it's bad like in the morning in the evening when you're just kind of like mind-numbingly like scrolling through it because you're laying down uh, um yeah and i've t- i've mentioned this before but um sometimes i'll s- and i'll set a timer for i'm gonna spend 15 minutes on instagram mm. um i think so i think where instagram now for me could be like a tool is if i'm having anxiety and i need to like think about something else that's not the problem <clears throat> You know, kind of escape through Instagram, like look at it. Yeah. Like if you're, you're having anxiety out. or if I'm being stressed out, like yeah. spending like 10 minutes. But I mean, I also could take a walk or ride a bike now that it's nice outside. So mm-hmm. or do a meditation. Yeah. Or... Yeah. But I mean, not everybody meditates. I mean, I yeah. don't meditate. Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just don't find I maybe I'm not doing it right. But I don't know. If it doesn't really help. I don't me. think right is the right is the correct. Sure. Word. Sure. Sure. I think enough to see the benefit. I think yeah. it's like you're not going to lose weight working out once. <laughs> totally. You have yeah, to yeah, be consistent work with it. it and it's only, yeah, it works if you work it. Yeah. 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 Um, it was an amazing trip. Yeah. I highly recommend going. Um, I'm going to work on a what I ate in mm. Tel Aviv post, but there, it's it's daunting to me because we had so much amazing food there. The Labne and the Zatar. Oh, like... my gosh. Ugh. My mouth is watering thinking of that hummus. I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's so good. It's so good. Um, uh, yeah, I, it was never on my list of places to go and I highly recommend 
it on put put it on your list put it on your places to go because uh, it's such a magical yeah, city yeah this episode Magi- is brought to you magical. by Israel. Visit Israel. <laughs> Visit Israel. <laughs> <laughs> and now it truly is a magical place, and, I, yeah. and we will definitely be back. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's wrap this up. What was the most embarrassing thing that happened while we were in Tel Aviv? Oh, oh. Because I don't mind. The most embarrassing thing that happened when we were in when Tel Aviv. When I was in Tel Aviv, yeah. I just kept saying shalom for, like, like when they would say, like, thank you, I would say shalom, which isn't <laughs> the right answer. <laughs> <laughs> So they would be like, okay, like, thank you. And I'd be like, shalom. Uh, 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 toda, whatever. Toda. Toda. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, what's something stupid or embarrassing that I did? Mine was all the funniest thing was, how come every time oh my, I yeah, come Yeah, you want to tell that story and I can kind of think on. I don't know what we were doing. We were like getting ready to go to bed and I was plugging mm. Alex's phone in. I know. Call on me. I know. Oh, what May was your I? most embarrassing okay. thing? Um, so I have a travel deodorant in my backpack in the States and it's a spray deodorant. And when I was packing, I was like, I don't, I don't think I need to bring this. I'm not going to have crazy long days like I do now. I'm going to leave this here. And there was one day where I took two classes and I got more sweaty than I expected. And I went into the bathroom to kind of like wash my armpits and change. And I pulled out my spray deodorant and I sprayed it on was like holy fuck that burns and I forgot that I have a spray hand sanitizer so I sprayed hand sanitizer on my armpits and it burned (laughs) and then I told you about it and I don't know why I decided to spray again maybe I was curious to see if it would burn again and it definitely did, and my eyes started watering. <laughs> it was not the smartest That's decision. That's funny. That's funny. That was the stupidest thing I did. Yeah. Uh, okay. Stupidest thing I did, plugging the phone in, and then all of a sudden well, I got... Well, that's, I think, your most funny, but yes. Yeah, funny. <laughs> oh, yeah, funniest thing. I just randomly got that Fergie song. How come every time you come around my landy, landy bridge when I go down? And I just started singing it and Alex shot up out of bed and just was dying because she's like, where the fuck did that come from? Oh my gosh. It was so random. Like we weren't even having a conversation. I was reading my book. I think you just got off the phone with your dad and then you like walked over to plug your phone in and then you started singing that song. It was so fucking random. Oh my gosh. It, it. It got me good. Got you good. It got me good. Very, very good. All right. You want to know what my, the most thing that made me laugh the most while we were in town? Yes. There's many things. Yes. But the most was the moth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tell the moth story. So we go to see the Bacheva Ensemble Company. And the piece ha- starts with a bunch of solos. Someone comes on as a solo leave. Someone else comes on as a solo leave. And towards the end of the section, I think it's the second to last person who's doing a solo. So there's only one person on stage. You start to see this moth flying around somewhat near her head and it starts to fly down closer to her head. And the light is hitting this, like the light looked oh, like there was a spotlight on this moth. the moth, for sure. Um, and... <laughs> It's very distracting because you're you can't help but see All it anyone and is watch is and like oh my gosh what if it flies towards her head what's what's she gonna do everyone's watching this moth and then it doesn't go it starts to fly down and then it starts to fly up and you're like Whew, okay it's gone um, but mm. I'm still watching the moth oh yeah 
You and watch it until it goes all the way to the top. It keeps flying up. I'm like, oh, of course, it's attracted to the lights. It's going up to the lights. And it starts to like flutter around the lights. And then I'm like, okay, whatever. I, I'm going to, I got to, I got to focus on the dance. That's why I'm here. I'm not <laughs> here to watch the moth. Um, and then I'm watching the dance. And a couple minutes later, <laughs> in the background. It wasn't even a couple minutes. It was like you think seconds. It was, okay, maybe 60 seconds. It was Can maybe, we agree? 60 seconds? maybe 45 seconds <laughs> okay. after this moth is up it's, there. It start. You see it in the background, falling and just fluttering down. I watched it hit the light and die. <laughs> you I did? watched it, yeah. Oh. And then it just sp- started death spiraling. Because it's, I mean, it's so lightweight. Imagine like if a feather dropped and how it kind of falls yeah. down like that. That's kind of how it was falling. And it was in, again, right under the light. So oh clear my God. spotlight. Everyone's just watching oh, this live I death on stage. I could not stop laughing. I had to think of very <laughs> morbid things to get me to stop laughing. Dude. Because as we start chuckling, Corey does the cross sign. <laughs> Do the sign of the cross. <laughs> R.I.P. Moth. Sometimes Holy I forget shit, how funny I am. It was so funny. That was and funny as I shit. I just kept replaying it in my head because it was just like... Oh my gosh. Corey kept like nudging me and like, you have to stop because the girl next to me also. I didn't did know it, like, that. I thought, I mean, dude, everybody must have seen it. The girl next to me laughed. <laughs> and I don't know if the person next to her laughed, but she it did. It took me so long to stop laughing. Oh, it, and it took me even longer. Oh my gosh, that All was right. so funny. R.I.P. Moth from Tel Aviv. Oh, I would pay to have that video. <laughs> I hope that they were videotaping that show. I'm going to ask Cesar if they oh were Oh my God, that do show. it. Do <laughs> fucking do it. You know what day it was on, right? Uh, you have yeah, the ticket. Yeah. Oh yeah. my God, you should ask him. Oh my God. Oh my God, and you could post it on Instagram. I would love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's definitely like a you had to be there moment. But, but dude, you could be there if you dude, saw it. so fucking funny. Oh, shit, it was so funny. Oh. Oh man. Fuck. Tel Aviv was amazing. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's wrap this up. Um yeah 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 <laughs> r.i.p moth r.i.p moth uh thank you so much for listening we'll have way more episodes coming out soon yes we're gonna be sitting down with some very cool people very soon um oh i also want to say um i got a lot of response from um our episode that we talked about um well we talked a lot about free solo <laughs> Um, but oh, because we had that impromptu like <clears throat> argument about the guy about Alex versus his girlfriend. Yes, and I'm trying to remember what number it is because if you haven't listened to it, I recommend you go listen to it. Um, a lot of people are really enjoying it, and it's just a very honest disagreement. Oh, it's number forty-seven. Is Alex pregnant? I'm not. <laughs> That's why everyone's Spoiler listening alert. to it. <laughs> Spoiler alert! I'm not. Um, but it shows a really we did not plan to have that conversation and it shows us disagreeing on something. And, um, a lot of people are really enjoying it. So I recommend people like to hear to people it. fight, even though it wasn't really a fight. Yeah. It was just a disagreement and we had different views and yeah. Cool. So go listen, go listen, follow, subscribe, link in bio, link in things. bio. All, All right, guys. Things. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. I'm stealing conversation. It's about to go down. I'm feeling your vibrations all the way across town. I'm E.T. You can phone me, girl. You know me. Only wanna hear a different tone. I know somewhere quiet we can go.